All right, everybody, welcome back to season two of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve, with me always is Taz. What's up? Yeah, man, we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> After a little time off, we all good? Oh, yeah, it's been the off season. We've all, you know, had some time off. There's been a lot going on in college football, but we're going to go ahead and try to touch on a couple of things here. So we got a couple of topics today we're going to talk on, one of these one-offs for we get into our season previews, which we'll be bringing here shortly. So, one of the big topics this offseason was Mr. Sanders, Deion Sanders. Hey, Deion had the headlines to itself there for a minute. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, college football all season, you need something to kind of keep you going. You know, last year was, you know, Nick and Jimbo. Mm-hmm. You know, this year's you know, more like Dion. There's some other topics happening, but, yeah, he got the headlines himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looked a lot like Dion this offseason. It did. From what I noticed when I was looking into it is he had 56 kids transfer out. Mm. He did. <clears throat> well, I mean, look, either, either it's going to work. Or it's gonna crash. You know, I don't think it, I don't think it's gonna be any, anything in between because I mean, when you're changing that many kids out, um, you know, you take a risk of you know, if one is you don't really have, um, you don't really have any. Uh, what's the word I'm choosing for? No, uh, uh, um, yeah, it is some kind of continuity. Yeah, continuity. Or chemistry. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm looking for yeah. chemistry. Chemistry. I'm looking yeah. for chemistry. So that, you know, he got a few guys that probably played together that was with him. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is a whole different league from what they come from. Yeah. I mean, and the crazy part is, like, a lot of people get upset. And I'm a Colorado fan. I said that last year before they got Dion, And I want to see Colorado do great and this, that, and the other. But he did... Follow Pat to what the rule is. And this comes back to, I'm not saying the way he went about it and what he did was right, but mm-hmm. I will also say he didn't do anything wrong. No, no, it's it's all it's all fair game. It's just the risk of, okay, I'm going to flip this roster the first year. It, I, think, I think it would have been, it's still okay regardless. He can do it how he wants. Mm-hmm. But for him to say, okay, I'm going to come in, I'm going to flip the roster. Everybody knew what the team was the year before. Oh, yeah, they were 1-11. Everybody fit with that. Yeah, 1-11. So, so for him to come in and flip the roster, cool, that's all good. But when you say, I'm bringing my luggage with me and it's Louie, <laughs> people are expecting Louie. Yeah. Oh, type, no. Type Trust me. Yeah, and that's expensive people. Yeah, that's what that's what <laughs> you, you you said. And, and, and even, if, even if in your, your, conference, uh, your press conference or whatever, you're saying, I'm coming. That was your motto. Yep. I'm coming. We coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to see if you're coming. I'm not hard to find. Right. I mean, you, you can't buy a Colorado hoodie because I've looked. Because, like I said, I've been a Colorado fan before he got there. And I hope Dion can get him right. Right. But every yeah hoodie I try to find in Colorado, it says on there, I'm not hard to find. Right. So, <laughs> you know, that's all good. I mean, you do it however you want. But when you add to the, when you add to the, the fire, you know. That's yeah. what we expected. It ain't like you. It's not like you even easing into the season. Oh no, you got, you coming out of the gate. Oh yeah, straight out, straight out the gate, jumping. You you better come with it. <laughs> yeah, and this is the thing too for people who don't know, and it's so funny because I'll give a shout out to somebody that I know that says, "Oh, I love whenever you get into this." Here goes another stat for y'all. Right. <laughs> you know who y'all girl, but uh, the the one with him is. 
what he followed by was the aid after departure of head coach, which right. is section 15, subsection 5, subsection 1, subsection 7 in the NCAA rule book, <clears throat> which states, and I'll paraphrase for you because if I read it to you, it will make less sense than what it does once I paraphrase it, is that when you come in as a new head coach, that you are allowed to pick and choose pretty much who you want for your team. Uh-huh. The because the NCAA makes this mistake, and we talk about this a lot, <laughs> that they don't offer four year scholarships. For a lot of people, everybody thinks, oh, my kids signed with this school. Right. And they think they're there for four years. Right. No. Ninety eight percent of scholarships are one year deals. Right. I mean, just like in the NFL. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're one year scholarship deals. I mean, even if you're not a you know, top rank um, Jordan Addison, Caleb Williams, Drake May, a right. kid like that. Right. You know, you could be a lesser named kid. Well, year in, year out, right. they have an opportunity to pull your scholarship. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? And just because you was on scholarship last year does not mean that you are this year. Right. <laughs> but with this rule and what this says is that I can come in and say that I want you, you, and you, but I don't want you, you, and you. Right. Now... <laughs> If you say, I love Colorado, I committed to this school, and I want an education from the University of Colorado, the University of Colorado does have to honor your scholarship right. and pay for you to be a student. Right. Now, you're not a football player, right. therefore all the perks as being a football player are taken away. Your scholarship is honored, right. and you can graduate from the University of Colorado, right. but you will not play football. <laughs> that... <laughs> I think that's a bad deal for the kids. Right. Because a lot of the kids commit to the school because they want to play football. Right. That's the purpose. They're, they're football scholarships. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless something, you know, something less fortunate happens to where, hey, uh, you know, I've, I've been banged up a little too much, yeah. concussion a lot. And, you mm-hmm. know, I just step away from football yeah. for medical reasons. And yeah, that's cool. But there's not that many guys that you're going to find, in, in, you know, within a. Uh, a year that's going to be sitting out because of, you know, or retiring because of injury or something like that. Yeah, so exactly. So most of the kids still want to play football, and that's what they want to do. Yeah. And we had a conversation about this off the air because we're just now getting back to it. But right. how would and, – and I love Dion, uh-huh. and I love the University of Colorado for whatever reason. Like I said, I don't know why, but I do love the University of Colorado, and I do like Dion Sanders. I right. really do. Right. I'm a huge fan of his as a head coach, not mm-hmm. just as a player, but as a head coach. Mm-hmm. If I was a kid that Dion came in and said, son, you might want to look elsewhere or you can go ahead and be a student here now. And I, like I said, I love Dion and he seems like a very big family, self-religious type person. Right. I would tell Dion straight up and we talked about this. Then you call my mama and you tell her. Right. But then he may or may not because he's saying, well, that's not my responsibility. But no, 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 no. Yeah. Just like we talked about. Right, right, right. My mama did this sacrifice. Right. My family put all this into me. They took me to all these camps. They did all this so I could get this college education to play football here. Right. And now you walk in the door because of, and like I said, he did nothing wrong. Yeah. That's the way the system's set up. Mm-hmm. And then you tell me all of a sudden I can't play football. I'm not calling my mom tonight and telling her, Mom, I'm transferring or I'm going somewhere else. Right. That's not my decision. Right. 
That's yours. You call my mama. What? Dion, get in the, get on the phone the same way that you call these other recruits, the 42 that you brought in and told them that you're going to look out for them. You get on the phone and you call my mom and you tell my mama that uh, your son's not going to play football here for me. Why? Right. And then you got to consider also, um, you know, I, I would at least it was, it was I think it would be really difficult even for him and the scout team. Possibly to, you know, at least scout all these guys. I know they went 1-11, and, and you're probably thinking most of these dudes aren't that good, but to at least, you you never know what schemes, what uh, strength and conditioning that they got, you know, things of that nature. There's some stuff that they're probably quite sure that the, the old coaching staff didn't do. Oh, know? yeah, most definitely. So I would at least try to evaluate because there's, there's two. I mean, I guess you want to get them in there early, but there's two. Transfer period. So if they don't get in there early, they still got the option of, mm-hmm. you know, going after spring or whatever. You know what I'm and saying? And at least 20 plus left after the spring game. Right. Right. So that's why I said at least give all of them the opportunity for you to evaluate them, you know, yeah. and then say, I'm just going to pull it. Now, just tell them to look. You can explain to them what I'm looking to do, but to say just to hit it without me really eva- evaluating you. It kind of sucks because you're not really giving the kid the opportunity to compete, and that's what you want. You want guys that want, that's going to compete. Oh yeah, most definitely, and and that's the thing too. Do you let a couple of spring practices in the spring game determine you to force out? And I'm not saying force out. I don't mean that in a bad way, but you have 56 kids leave. Right, right. And, and, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, you, you good. You good. <laughs> the one thing I heard, and this is. A funny thing, and we'll, we'll we touch back and forth on this coach because I think he's a great coach, and I think you'll probably agree with me. Some mm-hmm. probably hate him, but <laughs> it's for other reasons. Right. Is that when Urban Meyer takes took over his school, he took over a five and seven Ohio State team. Right. The next his first year there, he went twelve and zero. They were undefeated. They were on probation because right. of the tattoo thing or whatever, which is a bunch of BS nowadays when you look at the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But he made a really good point. He said, I hate when coaches come in and says, I can't win with these kids. Right. That, to me, that takes away from your coaching ability, just like he said. Right. And look what he did. He had a 5-7 and seven squad with Luke Fickle right. that came in and went 12-0. and 0, Right. And would have won the Big Ten, and would have went to the playoff, right. and maybe, maybe we not. Who knows? But who knows what's happened? Which is just like the dance, mm-hmm. like March Madness. Mm-hmm. Get me in the dance, and we'll see what happens. Right. And he might have, maybe he didn't win a national championship. You know what I'm right. saying? But then he turned around two more years after that, and he won it, and won a national right. championship. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like he said, it upsets me when these coaches come in and says, "I can't win with these kids. These ain't my kids." Then that means you ain't coaching. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's why I mean, I probably would at least gave the kids the benefit of the doubt, at least the first window or whatever. Let me let me ev- evaluate you. But at the same time, I'm probably like, look, I don't want to waste your time, you know, because um, he knew what he was bringing, but he didn't quite bring what he thought he was going to bring. And that's the thing, too. What right. was he bringing? Right, a that's team that lost the NCA and T in the championship. Yeah, game? and I only knew of a few cat, a few guys that he was going to bring in. Of course, he didn't bring in like the whole team or anything no. like that. He only brought a few guys from there. He probably was in communication with a few other guys that were looking to hit the portal and uh, things of that nature. But uh, as we looked at it, also, it's like even when 
with all the kids you told to hit the portal, whatever, you're still under your, you know, your minimum uh, scholarships right now. That probably yeah. some of those kids probably could earn those scholarships. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing too. See, and this is one thing that we talked about too. And like I said, we're talking about this part of it, but mm-hmm. in the same sense, think about it. If you came in with a one in eleven squad, right? Right. You recruited some kids. You brought a couple in. Mm-hmm. You pushed a couple out. No, you pushed fifty six out. Right. You brought forty two in. Right. Them your kids. Yeah, this, they're, your, they're, this your team. Exactly, and this that's what I'm team. saying. So what you're saying is right. those fifty six, which granted, like I said, they mm-hmm. went one in eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're blowing them off the board, and and I'm not saying his situation is the same as Urban Myers going into Ohio State, right? Because Ohio State does have good talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Better than what Colorado had. Right. I'll give you that right. 100%. I will not say that Colorado had the same talent as Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But Lou Fickle turned out to be a really great coach. And Urban Meyer turned it around. But that's for another argument right. and another time. Mm-hmm. But my biggest thing is you push 56 kids out. You bring 42 kids in. Right. If I'm a booster... At Colorado, which I'm not, but I love Colorado. Mm-hmm. Oh, my expectation is these are your kids, and these are the kids that you need to win. Right. I mean, there, there's, he can put nothing on the previous staff. No, at, at this point, you can't. No, because you did it like a pretty much complete turnover. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, either win or loss. I mean, what what's going to be your thing? Um, because if, if you if you mention chemistry, it's like, well, yeah, but it's still part of, you know, what you did as far as you know, change, turn this team over, yeah, or turn the roster over. So there's nothing pretty much you can say, you know, um, this your team. Yeah, I mean, what what do you say in that sense? And like I said, if you come in, you bring a couple of kids in, mm-hmm. you'll cut a handful here or there. Nobody will pay no mind to. Right. Because it does. It's a rule. It's stated. And right. other coaches have done it. He's not the only coach to do it for mm-hmm. everybody who wants to say that, oh, he's the only coach that did this. No, he isn't. Other coaches have. Right. Some of the big name coaches, some of the coaches y'all love and mm-hmm. the ones that you follow, mm-hmm. they have done it to this extreme. No, right. I will say that. But now it's not, okay, you went one eleven. You got some you got some kids here you got to work through and mm-hmm. you got to coach them up. So now this is my thing. Let me ask you this. <laughs> you went 111 last year. Mm-hmm. You wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you got rid of 56, you brought in 42. Right. 42, homie, that's that's too deep on both sides. Right. So what you're telling me is that you got a too deep on both sides that you brought in that you feel is capable of winning at the Pac-12 level. Yeah. And, and we can all announce, and we'll talk about it later, the Pac-12 is not upper echelon, a group of five. Right. Mid. Yeah, but they, mid they, to they bottom. have teams that compete. With oh, yeah, most de- oh, yes, most, yeah. De- most definitely, most definitely. Right. They have teams that can, pick, that can compete. Yeah. But we can, all, we can all ultimately say they're not a Big Ten SEC type right. school. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's three or four in that conference that mm-hmm. you can put with them and they've proven it or whatever. Right. But we can say Colorado going one eleven last year right. is not big 10 sec quality. No, no. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, they actually have, you know, pretty good schools in that conference. 
Oh yeah, no, no, no. Pac-12. So, I would say last year was the second best conference right. in the and country. So I wouldn't put all that on probably the kids. I mean, they're playing pretty good competition. <laughs> oh yeah, most know? definitely. So, um, you, what are we talking? Four, five deep, strong. Oh yeah, on them other big e- schools. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Easy. Look at them schools last year that won eight, nine, ten, eleven games. Right, you know, three, four deep yeah, at every I, and position. And I mean that that didn't even include UCLA, which I think UCLA, UCLA was a decent team also. And they're gonna be better this year with that freshman. Right. So they I mean, will. it wasn't like you were in a scrub conference and they went like one and eleven. No, <laughs> no, no, we're not in conference USA. Yeah, so so possibly <laughs> you could have had you could have had decent players on that team. Mm-hmm. That went one eleven. Some people probably wouldn't like. Well, how you go one eleven? But I mean, there's there's a lot of other things that factor. One is once the snowball, uh, you know, comes in effect where you're losing games. Like, do you lose the kids? You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what's been factoring in what's what you're hearing now. Coaching. as far as the coaches, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They won't be here. They won't be. They got to win this game. If you don't win this game, and you know you're pretty much out. So you don't know what's what they're hearing. In the midst of all these, you know, losses. Oh, you yeah, no. And these are, like we always say in all these shows, these are 18 to 22 year old right. kids. Right. I mean, it's so much, it's so easy to sit back and say, oh, you just zone everything out. Um, You know who says that? The people who didn't grow up in social media. Yeah. Because we didn't. I like right, mean, right, you, we right, did right. not grow up in social right, media. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's so easy to say, oh, turn Instagram and Twitter and all mm-hmm. that off. And it's so easy to say that because you would think, and I'm not going to get into this, but I always thought, you know, if they're bothering me on social media, I just won't go there. But I grew up without it. I'm not addicted to it. I'm not right. addicted to social media like right. these younger kids right. are. Right. And I'm not knocking the kids nowadays. I'm just saying that's just... How it's yeah, set and up. at that age, you know? you know, they hadn't experienced a lot of things that they they've now come to experience. I mean, one is you got to consider, uh, like you mentioned before, these are year to year scholarships. Yeah, you know exactly. Now, but it's been like that for a while, right? But I'm saying from a kid's perspective, year to year scholarship. Now, okay, what's going to happen? We lose our coach. They're going to bring another coach in. You know how it is with new regimes. Mm-hmm. They they do want their own. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, they they may not have known it was going to be Dion as a coach, but they know okay, some somebody's coming. Some in. come out here, yeah. We some, go one eleven. They're going to be somebody right. new here. Somebody's <laughs> going to be here. So uh, now that they didn't recruit me, that's the first thing you're probably thinking. Oh, uh-huh. they didn't recruit me. I'm not their guy. Two is okay. W- what type of scheme are they running? Is it going to benefit me? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's probably going through these kids' head. And, oh yeah. And who knows what they're hearing? Of course, like you said, social media. Mm-hmm. You got po- other podcasts. Okay. Yep. That's covering your school so who knows what you're listening to yeah so you got so much stuff other than the factor that these kids are hearing through and like i said a lot of them never done with this because they come out of high school yeah you know they hadn't been part of like kind of like us uh coaching changing <laughs> or yeah but a mass change just real life ownership yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah exactly yeah, just like real people, life everyday life know? it's like somebody come in you just sell your your business your company <laughs> yeah someone someone's they got now you got a new regime over you don't know what to expect yeah and you don't even know them people yeah, and we're talking adults yeah exactly <laughs> oh yeah no i mean there's been companies and we can say the right. one that we work at right you know has been bought by a bigger company and we don't know none of them people right none all we know is they just tell us what's going to happen next. Right. You don't know what you to know? expect or what they're going to expect. And it's like, okay, what's going to happen? But then, you know, you just kind of, you know, kind of do your thing and let yep. it and let it play out that way. 
Yeah, and see, and my biggest thing is, and like I said, I love this. I love Colorado, and I, I, I really like Dion. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only thing, just like you said, you spoke on it earlier. Uh-huh. I'm coming in. I'm bringing my own luggage. Right. Who the- is the head? Who is who's the bag? Right. This who's is- the bag of what Dion brought in, Taz? Right. I mean, the first person you're going to think because who's attached to the leader of the team is going to be the quarterback. Exactly. That's the first person you're going to consider. Who's the leader? To who's that quarterback? Who's that? What's man his size? Six two two sixteen. <laughs> What's he gonna play at? About two ten. I'll give him six two for right. whatever reason. I don't believe hype. You know they always said right. Allen Iverson was six foot, right? And we all know Allen Iverson ain't six foot. Right. I'll give you the six two. Right. Two fifteen. What's he gonna play at? I don't, About one ninety five. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they plan on doing in the off season or what they're gonna ask. <laughs> what but did no, they no, do no. in the spring? But no, no. But I'm he saying, ain't no bigger in the spring. No, no, no. But I'm saying off season. What? Where are they gonna? Where are they gonna ask more? Of, are they gonna ask him to run more? Are they gonna? No. Ask him, uh, that's what I'm saying. He so, can't. So he that, can't. He so, can't. But no, I'm just saying if they're not asking him to run more, then he probably won't put on the extra weight. But they're gonna expect him to probably get some short yardages. They'll probably all season they'll put some more weight on it. Well, no, they'll expect them to get some short yard. You, you, you can't. I'm sorry. At, at two fifteen. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you that's can't exactly. You can't all season, ask You can them. add weight. You look. You saw. You watched the spring game, right? That's spring game, but that's not the. That's not the all season. That was three season. months ago. I know, but you can put weight on. How then, much you? Th- okay. Then what is he going to look like against TCU? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to expect from him. Is what I'm saying. Off season is going to going to dictate. Well, not the off season. It's going to be part of it. But what? How did it decide to use him? Is going to dictate how he how he uh, how his physique is in the in the in the fall. Because if they're going to ask him, I'm just saying, if they're going to ask him, they'll probably do a little more run at a mobile quarterback. They'll probably pull a little more weight on the protect. I got you. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it depends on the scheme that they're going to run, I think. That's just, I mean, if you look at any mobile quarterback, the running quarterback, you look at him the first year in the offseason, they're going to put more weight on him mm-hmm. because they're going to ask him to probably do that a little more. Yeah. But if you feel that you have the running backs to take the load off of you, they're probably not going to run him as much. And and they probably won't because of what we talked about before. Mm-hmm. What's behind him? Who do you have behind him? Oh, they got... Two freshmen, true freshmen, <laughs> uh, quarterbacks. Right. So if you got two, two freshmen do. quarterbacks behind you, you're probably not going to want them to take too many hits. And see, and that's the thing, too. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Because <laughs> let's look at it this way. Um, just in the comparison, just like we're saying. Right. Um, he's coming in about 215. Right. Which means he's playing about 205. Mm-hmm. Lamar came in about the same. Right. Lamar running at 230 at the NFL right now. Right. And he got more weight to him. I yeah. mean, I, we can both say we look at Lamar. Right. Lamar if got more weight. If you're going to ask him to do that, you're going to have to put some weight on him. Take those hits. But this is the thing. Is he that type of quarterback? Would you ask him to do that? Would you <clears throat> ask him to do that, Taz, knowing what you have behind no, him? No, not, not knowing I what I have two, behind me. True freshman. Right. No. That was playing in high school three months ago. Right. And I won't I wouldn't I wouldn't ask him. I wouldn't ask him. You're gonna tell him either get down or get out of bounds. Exactly. That's what you're gonna coach him. Because Not, you know, I'm I ain't mean to cut you, but if no. you had vets behind you, maybe one or two vets 
He don't. That, that have play. I'm just saying, if you did, then <laughs> then you then you can say, hey, you run a little more, take those hits. Oh yeah, you no, I got you. And I mean, he'll scramble and he'll break away. Yeah, yeah. But what he has to realize too, these these defensive linemen. We talk about this because right, right. you say you know the reason why Dion never played no bigger school right. was because of the up front. Right. The average defensive lineman in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. is about 270. Right. If you go to the SEC, you're talking about 285. Yeah. That runs a 4-5. Right. I don't know what the quarterback's 40 is. I, I guess I should have looked at that. I would, I that, would hope he's at least a 4-5. Around that same size. guy's running 4-5s. But he's 6'2", 210, 205, right. running 4-5. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got 6'3", 270, running 4'5". Well, I mean, you're the quarterback. What happens in that? What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that? Um, mass versus speed equals force. <laughs> right. Or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, no. That's Newton's law right there, homie. Yeah. but Big you, boy wins. Right. But you train your quarterback. That's what I'm saying. You train your quarterback. This is Look, you got to understand what you have behind you. You got to live to see the next play. You can't just stand up and try to always get those extra yards. And I don't think he will because of the offensive coordinator they got. They got the offensive coordinator from Kent State. Mm -hmm. I think he does really well at calling plays. So I think he'll do really well on that because his mentality and his mind frame is see the ball, get rid of the ball. Right. Just like um, the cat from LSU, Brady. Right. You got one read. If the linebacker does this, you do that. If he does that, you do this. Right. And I think they'll keep it simple like that for mm-hmm. him. And, and it's not a knock on him. It's just mm-hmm. if you're going to throw that ball, you better get rid of it. Right. And like I said, I mean, this, 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 the other factor is, is like, look, we need you healthy. Yeah. Because then you look at it on the back end, on the other side, mm-hmm. this is the thing too. They got six corners. Two of them are true freshmen. Right. Now, I know Dion coached that position. Yeah, but still a freshman. They freshmen. True freshmen. Yeah, they, they, they don't even have the physique yet. That, that from what I saw in the Yeah, the screen. bodies. They don't right. have the body. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Same thing, linebackers. Mm-hmm. They got seven. Mm-hmm. Three of them true freshmen. Right. They ain't never seen this speed before. Nah, but they about to see it. Oh, no, they about to see you it. You got to see it. Now, I will say this. D-line, they got 17 defensive linemen. Right. They good there up front. Yeah. If you can get the pressure, that's good. Yeah. But if you can block that pressure, oh, you're going to pick them apart on the back end. Right. Because you're going to have to rotate those seven linebackers. Them three true freshmen, oh, they're getting reps. Right. It's not, oh, we can keep three or four and rotate four in the linebacking core. Hell no. Not the way they play the game. TCU, oh, no. All seven of them, they getting field time. Right. Right. And they're playing playing experienced quarterbacks this year. Yeah. A lot of them. So let me ask you this. Here it is, y'all. First thing on the big board. Mm. Who has more wins this year in the state of Colorado? Colorado State or the University of Colorado? Right. Now, remind you, they play each other. Mm-hmm. Week three. Mm-hmm. Colorado comes off a of bye. Color- or Colorado State comes off a of bye. Right. Colorado's first two games at TCU, mm. Nebraska at the house, and then they get Colorado State. How physically and beaten up and abused is Colorado by the time they play Colorado State in week three? Right, because Colorado State only has one game before that game, right? Yeah. 
They play Washington State, which they'll get blown out, and they know that. They're fine with that. Right. Right. Yeah, Colorado's got to pretty much stay healthy. Yeah. Right. But can they? I don't know, man. Dion likes undersized players. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it. how do you how do you come to the board with undersized players? Their last two games is at Washington State. We all remember what happened to Mike Leach when he played against Washington at the end of the year against Washington State in the blizzard. Yeah. Got got the brakes beat off. They got of some decent teams to play, dude. <laughs> I mean, even Colorado State, though. Colorado State's got some no, teams. No, they got some decent teams. Yeah. Last game of the year at Utah. Yeah. Is Sanders' son the starting quarterback in that game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a good you one. You sound so passionate about That's it. That's a good one. Man, I don't even I mean, know, man. So far, if you just checking his resume last couple of years. Granted, it wasn't the same league, but he has been pretty healthy. <laughs> And that's a sign early on, mm. you know, that, you know, got to play a couple of years and he's been pretty healthy. I got you. That's a good sign. I mean, anything can happen. But so who so who are you looking at right now? Are you looking at Colorado State or I'm Colorado? State. You're looking at State? Okay. State. Let me pull up Colorado. And right. we'll run down. We'll run down week by week. Right. We will. Let me pull them up. Hold on. Um, and they both have pretty good. No, they both got some decent schedules, but I'm just saying. All right, here we go. Uh, November second. Who you got? I got uh, no September, right? Yeah, September second. All right, ten November. <laughs> yeah, now you good? Uh, Washington State. I got TCU. Okay. LL. Okay. Uh, September 9th Um, I'm off. I'm vacant. Okay. Now you got me. Yeah, now I got you. You gonna win? I'm gonna win. Uh, I don't know. I think Colorado can win that one. I don't know about that. All they, right. They need to win that one. Okay, let's say, even if I give you that one. Okay. All right. Uh, September 23rd, who you got? Middle Tennessee. I got Oregon. Yeah. You're going to win. I'm not. That can be both hills. Middle Tennessee's <laughs> solid. Stock is, you know. Yeah, okay. September 30th, who you got? I got Utah Tech. <laughs> I got USC. Okay. <laughs> you going to win. I win that way. <laughs> November 7th, who you got? I got Utah State. <laughs> I got Arizona State. Uh. Yeah. Wash. Wash. Uh, October 13th, who you got? Well, I got the 14th. I got Boise. <laughs> I got Stanford. Mm, I think, yeah. I think I lose that one. Yep. 20, 28th. Uh, well, I got 21st. You have an open. Who you got? I got UNLV. You'll win that. Yeah. I got UCLA on the 28th. Who you got? Air Force. We'll both lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. November oh, 4th, oh, who this, you got? I got the third. Uh, you got, Lost here, uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. What man? You gonna beat Wyoming? No, I know how I feel about no, that. Exactly. <laughs> I got Oregon State. <laughs> Every time you go against them, <laughs> I got Oregon State. We gonna right, lose, right? <laughs> All right. The eleventh, who you got? San Diego State. I got Arizona. Okay. Yep, I lose. Right. Seventeenth, who you got? Nevada. I got eighteen. I'm at Washington State. Mm. I lose. You'll win. Yeah. Twenty fifth, who you got? Hawaii. I got Utah. You'll win that one. Right. I think Colorado State will win more games. Yeah, than I, I was leaning toward, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> one I'm looking at, um, he doesn't have a com- you know, complete roster. He's not he doesn't at his limit. Yeah, but like I mean, seventy four. But that's depth. That mean Yeah, that's just depth. But I don't even think his his starting twenty two. 
Yeah, but you're going to need something after the 22 because it's a part of the 22 goes down. It exactly. Happens. That's what I'm saying. It happens. Um, so who has more wins? I'm leaning towards state. I mean, I was leaning Me towards state. You, know, you hear that, fans? Schedule-wise, I was That's looking. it, the big board? Hit the right. big board? Right. Big board? Yep, it'll hit the big board, fellas. We'll yeah. keep track of it throughout the year. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right, well, that's enough with Dion because we done spoke 32 minutes about Dion right. Sanders. So. It's like a Dion segment. <laughs> yeah. For all the people who don't give a damn about Dion, <laughs> we got out west the Pac 12 TV deal. Mm. What is going to happen with that? I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, we talked about this also. Are they going to add teams? It's a lot of moving parts. Right. A lot. Well, of we know at parts. least two of those parts are moving out. <laughs> Well, yeah, we know two that's trying to move in. Right. We do. So I found this thing earlier, and we'll run through this real quick, and then we'll we'll talk about it. I found this earlier while I was doing some research. Shoot. So I got the current FBS TV contracts by conference. Okay. Big 10, a mm-hmm. billion dollars a year mm. through 2030. SEC, with their new deal, $811 million. Banking. Through thirty four, and this is where this is where everything falls off the table, y'all. Mm-hmm. We got Big Twelve three hundred and eighty million through thirty one, but this mm-hmm. ain't new deal. Three eighty for the Big Twelve is good. It's it's good. <laughs> I mean, minus two teams, but they don't add anyone. But I mean, think about it. A couple of years ago, right. when everybody thought that Texas and Oklahoma was going to go to the Pac twelve, right. and they were going to kill the Big Twelve. Right. I mean. Number three, that's pretty good for him. Mm-hmm. ACC, two hundred forty million mm. through thirty six. Mm. Through thirty six, y'all. Now, now, hear me out. Pac twelve is working on the deal, so their numbers I, I don't want to talk on because their shit, their stuff don't really count. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but Big Twelve through thirty one, mm-hmm. SEC through thirty four, and Big Ten through thirty, right? Which right. means we're going to get another TV deal. Yeah, all of them. Before <laughs> right. 2036 right. with the ACC. Right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm talking about as much as six years. with a 30 for uh, Big Ten? What's that? 30? That uh, 2030. 2030. So yep. 2034 so for ACC the SEC. 36. Or 34. No, no, the, S- the ACC. ACC 36. That's what I'm saying. That's oh, yeah. No, we're going to get another deal. Yeah, but that's... So, like, we're going to be like 1.5. Right. So, my point is, possibly by the time their deal is coming up at 36, <laughs> they'll be doing another deal. Uh, no, no, they've already been in another deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. But, but I'm Even saying... Even more. Yeah, but by the time <laughs> it rolls again, that's six years. Yeah. They could be going into another deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. No, they'll do another deal then, too. <laughs> right. So, you're going to be will. competing with them, like, you know, trying Twice. to get that... Yeah. Yeah. Get that deal. Oh yeah, and then uh, the ACC is stuck in their whatever deal they got, two hundred forty million y'all through twenty thirty six. Man, now this is the crazy <laughs> part, right? There's some funny stuff right here, and for y'all that's listening, the American eighty three point three million, and but they're through thirty two. So they're gonna have another deal. Their deal will come up before the ACC. And if they do a four year deal, they'll be doing another one with them. Yeah, and they'll be even higher, or at least even. Right. With the ACC, the right. American, y'all. The Mountain West, 40, 45 million. Their mm. deal runs out in 26. Mm. 10 years before the ACC. Mm. Then you got, you got the MAC, 8 million. Their stuff runs out this year. 
So you know they're gonna go and get 10, 12 million. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sunbelt, seven million. They threw thirty one. Mm-hmm. And then Conference USA four point four. They're through this year, so they'll get a little boost in money too because you know they add them new schools, uh, right. Sam Houston, Liberty, you Texas know stuff Bill like State. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, no boost their resume up a little bit, but it's so funny that every other school deal is done yeah. at least two years before the ACC deal is done. Man, they're gonna be so far behind, dude. No, I mean, <laughs> what what do you do in that situation? I mean, what could you do if 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 they don't want to renegotiate? This is the funny part. So everybody knows, whoever's been following college football, that the ACC, you know, they got the, what is it, the Magnificent Seven? Right. They said, we want to do this, we don't want to do that, or whatever, right? Right. We want uneven distributed revenue. Okay, that's cool. Guess where that worked out in the Pac-12? How'd that work out? Uh Look at where they're at, right? Uh (laughs) That didn't work out too well. (laughs) So then I read an article earlier today. And they said, okay, that's cool. You know what? We'll do uneven revenue sharing. That's cool. That's what y'all want to do. The hell with it. Whatever. Uneven revenue sharing, let's say for FSU, Mm -hmm. because a lot of our fans are FSU fans that listen. You're only moving the needle from $250,000 to $3 million a year. Yeah. You're not (laughs) closing the gap on that $30 million gap. Even if you make the playoff. You're still falling twenty seven, twenty five million dollars short of Vanderbilt. Right, Vanderbilt, y'all. Right. So what? What if? <laughs> I'm just saying that this is another what if. Um, a couple teams decide to you know pay that exit fee. They're not. They it. don't have it. No, no. I'm just saying if a conference pick them, the conference can help them out with that. That's yeah, but you still own. The conference still owns your home TV rights, even if the team buys the buyout. No, I'm just, uh, if the Big Ten bought the ACC buyout for Clemson, right. let's just say theoretically, then every ACC or every Clemson home game, mm-hmm. that money goes back to the ACC until 2036. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But if they come to a settlement, they can come to a settlement and they say, we just squash it. What What are we? What is it to get them out of here? In which the ACC... It would be something ludicrous, of course, because you're losing probably two real good teams and markets. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, with all that, and it gets settled, do they go after replacement schools? Who? The ACC, if they happen to lose two schools. Let me ask you this. Right. So a lot of this is based on footprint, mm-hmm. right? A lot of it's based on footprint. With the Pac-12, I read this. Um, I read this thing earlier. They said that, you know, losing the L.A. market, they lose 5.7 million in viewers. Right. If they pick up San Diego and a Dallas-Fort Worth, they pick up 4.1 million viewers. Right. Right? So it's all about footprint and viewership, right? Right. (laughs) So what benefit, honestly, let's let's play devil's advocate Mm -hmm. here there, for the SEC or the Big Ten. What benefit is it to... Pick up a Florida State or a Miami. I got Florida. I got the Florida market. Right, right. There's no benefit. Why there. do I need to pick up Clemson? 
I got the South Carolina. Right, but we talked about like the, market. the North Carolina market. Well, the North Carolina market is different. North right. Carolina, Virginia, because but, uh, but neither yeah. one of them are in that. But I'm saying if yeah. you're a conference that plays that late game, right, cross rival or mm-hmm. whatever, what is the benefit? Because I heard the Big Twelve didn't want SMU. The Big right. Twelve, Baylor and TCU said we do not want the SMU because we're fighting against ratings and we're fighting against recruiting. Right. So they didn't want them because they're like, we're already here. Right. I mean, TCU is in Dallas, just like SMU. Right. So what is the benefit for the SEC to pick up a Clemson or a Florida State? I'm already in the state. Not much for them, but, you know, but there's other markets that they can pick up. Well, no, there is. I, I get that in the North Carolina and the Virginia market. Right. But like I'm saying, but who's the heavy hitters? North Carolina, Virginia, or Clemson, FSU, and Miami? Yeah, but then you can probably team up. Like we mentioned, North Carolina and Duke. Well, yeah, I mean, you could do that. You could. <laughs> you know but, what I'm saying? But no, I'm just saying, like, for these other schools that already have a footprint in that state, what is the benefit? Not Would really. the other teams in that conference vote to allow them in because they already know they got to share in that state. Right. That's a good question. But they they may or may not. But I'm, I'm looking at it from the a, the ACC's perspective, the ACC team's perspective. If they were to lose, just say they lost the North Carolina market, there's still two schools. They're still in the market. Yeah. Because they have NC State and Wake Forest. Yeah. But if they lost those two, would you pursue adding two replacement schools? Because now, okay, yeah, you lost those somewhat of that market. But there's two less teams that we have to share money with. To an extent. I mean, would you pick up, what, a James Madison? Yeah, but, wh- but would you even pick up another school is what I'm saying. No. I would see the ACC imploding before other teams went somewhere else yeah. and built it up. I don't see nobody jumping ship wanting to go to the ACC. No, that's what I'm saying. But but would the ACC want to add any? The, excuse me. The ACC teams... Because that's two less teams to share revenue with, is what I'm saying. Oh, no, no, they got to. Because you lose those. If you lose a Duke Carolina, you lose a decent football team, an up-and-down football team, but you lose two basketball powerhouses. And that's what we talked about. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Football is the bus driver. Men's basketball sits in the front seat. And everybody else is the kids in the back. Right. Sit down and shut up and get on the bus. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's who's driving the bus. Right. College football's driving the bus. Men's basketball's in the front seat. And all them other athletic sports are in the background. Right. Nobody gives a damn about them. I mean, let's be real. Right. I mean, they do. <laughs> they but do, we, but they we, don't. We're talking about revenue. Revenue. Exactly. You know Generating yeah. revenue. Yeah, because, I mean, there's saying? other... People, people are on their gymnastics and softball. Oh, yeah, no, softball, gymnastics, baseball, yeah. track and field. Yeah, I mean, people watch that. it, but they don't yeah. generate the revenue like right. baseball or, ba- or or like football or basketball. Right, yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't bring in the, the cash that those do. But, yeah. you know, there's sports that, you know, that they, they're really concerned about and got rich history in some of those sports. Oh, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? But, if, I mean, like I said, if you're in the ACC, I don't. One, like I said, what is the benefit? Honestly and truly, what is the what would be the well, benefit? It wouldn't be. I mean, if you look at if you look at the expansion of the, the the previous two conferences, or any of the conferences, not even that, even Big Twelve, Big Twelve, they went outside the footprint mm-hmm. to get schools and markets. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah, I wouldn't say they necessarily have to go get those teams that they have footprints in, but there are other teams on there that they don't have footprints in. But out of the Magnificent Seven, a lot of them, them two big conferences already have footprints in. So what is the benefit? Well, I mean, what is the benefit of bringing a Florida State or Miami if I just got to break you off more money because you ain't happy you making enough money? It, it would be I'm more, good without you. Yeah. I don't need you. Yeah, it'd be more. It would be more beneficial to the Big Twelve than the SEC. Exactly, you or the Pac twelve, right. or a school, or the American, right. or even the well, ACC staking yeah. together, which they've kind of even come in in that in that um, footprint. They got UCF out of that footprint. Yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. UCF will get more revenue sharing than FSU and Miami this year. Right. But that's not their fault. No, no. They're just some <laughs> people that was in the right position. That's the right ACC place, right fault. Time. You know what I'm saying? Now, think about this. And I read about this and we talked about this. <laughs> so, with the Pac-12 going through this TV deal right now, right? Think about it. A couple of years ago when Larry Scott was the commissioner. hmm ESPN came to him and wanted to make a deal. And Larry Scott thought that the Pac-12 was worth more than what that what ESPN was offering. Mm-hmm. Right? Nobody, it seems like, east of Arizona can get the Pac-12 network. Right. And he thought, doing it this way, this is what will work. Right? The ACC was happy. Just give us a give us a TV station. Give us a TV station. We want one like the Big Ten and the SEC. And right. they were just so happy to have their own station. Right. That it's so funny. The two conferences right. who were upset. Mm-hmm. But when ESPN signed the ACC for cheap, guess what that did? Mm-hmm. That left more money. Right. So now we can pay the a- ACC more or the SEC, SEC more. more. Right. Oh, the Pac-12, you didn't like our deal? You think you're worth more? That's cool. Do a little BS deal with us and a little bit with Fox. Mm-hmm. Guess who Guess who got more money? Big Ten. And Fox. Right. Big Ten. So the two conferences who are complaining that they're not making enough mm-hmm. had an opportunity right. to make that money, but because they got bought on the cheap, right. Now they're falling behind. Yeah, but it wasn't just just getting born the cheap. It was also signing a long term deal. Yeah, and that's the thing too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because even if you got on the cheap, cool, we got it. You got them for the cheap, but it's short term. Yeah. Then now we can go back and renegotiate. But yeah. because it's a long term deal, it hurts you even more because you're on that same deal for a longer term. While these other teams or or conferences keep going, keep going back to the table. And exactly. Oh yeah, no, and that's the thing too, because that's the thing. If you're ESPN, ABC, mm-hmm. Disney, or whoever, it's tied all under right now, right. and you just paid all this money to the SEC, and but you got the ACC on the cheap, right? Are you gonna go back and tell the ACC, <clears throat> sorry guys, you're worth more money? Uh, no, no, I got you on the cheap till twenty thirty six. Right, but th- but look at look at look at what that did long term though by signing the long term, by by these teams uh, conferences I keep saying teams uh-huh. conferences keep going back to the table renegotiating mm-hmm. they're gonna get more money mm-hmm. so what does that mean oh yeah 
they're gonna be less money when you come back to the team exactly. with thirty six. Exactly, and that's I'm what paying people them so much money now. Yeah, I ain't got that money for you, <laughs> right? Man, I want I want SEC money, <laughs> right? bro. I ain't got SEC money. I paid them three times. Yeah, I done, <laughs> Yeah, I done paid them all that money, man. I ain't I ain't got nothing for you, right? So you still in a pickle? <laughs> yeah, and that and that turns into the thing with the Pac twelve, and right. that's another thing that I read about. They, I, I read this thing. They said that they are going to be creative and forward thinking with their new TV deal. And we talked about this. Me personally, I think you should do YouTube TV and Amazon TV. I'm reading. Dude, it's so funny because you joked about this. We was like, what's another TV station they could do? And you was like, the CW. I read today that right. they were talking with the CW right? on doing a TV deal. Right. Yeah, we're talking like, about possible CW because I thought about like they don't have a the channel like that used to have the Wayne's Brothers, right? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that show, but right, yeah, the CW, and then we talked about the other two, the TBS and TNT. Yeah, now the TBS TNT, I love that, right. and I didn't hear that. I heard Apple TV and the CW, and I don't think Apple TV is a good deal because right. a lot of people ain't Apple people. Right, people are still right. You're gonna you know be limiting saying? yourself, exactly. You know, Apple TV, but with TNT and TBS, which do carry sports. Yep. Exactly. You know, you can actually and add has that. a window, right? And then you can add that to your to your um, your schedule. Yeah, they said they're going to be creative and forward thinking when it comes to that. Right. So they're going to look around to these <laughs> these other networks that where they can get those time slots. Yeah, and that's the thing too that I read. They right. say you know them twelve, three thirty, and seven thirty time right. slots. Oh no, they're empty. Right. CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox, and Fox, and ESPN. Right. They done tied all that up in the Big Ten and SEC. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they both have a Big Ten network and the SEC network to yeah. play their so games. So it's difficult. So the thing is. And you got the Big 12 just signed that deal with Fox and ESPN. Right. So now they're going to be taking some of them spots. Right. And they're going to be, you know, playing catch up. The only spot you got, 1030. Yeah. So, you had that from the get beginning. Right. So you got to go to some of these <laughs> other networks and see if they're willing to, you know, make some deals and kind of bring some viewership. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I mean, I think they should go YouTube TV. I love the TBS TNT thing right. and uh, um, Amazon. Right. If they're going to think outside of the box. Right. So, what happened this last week with San Diego State? Right. <laughs> San Diego State sent a letter to the Mountain West right. and pretty much said, hey, we about to leave. <laughs> so, Mountain West said, Okay, well, you're going to have to pay us $16.5 million before June 30th. Right. And that $7.5 million that you expect them because you ain't giving us the year notice like you're supposed to, we're right. going to go and keep that. Right. Even though your basketball team generated $10 million in NCAA tournament by getting to the national championship game last mm-hmm. year. So that comes through. San Diego State shoots it to the conference. Conference say, okay, cool. The hell with it. We're going to start cutting ties. They start they start cutting everything. The athletic director, the president, they done took them off the board. Right. Everything. So then San Diego State turned around. They say, hold on. Hey, we weren't saying we were leaving. <laughs> we were just like, can we get an extension? Because after June 30th, they got to pay $34 million. Right. 
in the first year of their home games, the revenue gets generated back to Mountain West. Mm. It's the grant of rights. Mm. Same thing that the ACC caught in. Right. So they're kind of just in limbo, floating around, you know, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? So the Mountain West said, we ain't giving you no, ex- ex- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No kind of leeway. Right. If you leaving, you leaving. Right. Ain't no wiggle room here, homie. Not good. You done? We cutting ties. Uh. Forget and, you paid me. And that's the thing, though. It's like we talked about it. It's like, okay, if you if you follow the trend of the previous schools that left conferences, the bigger conferences, I mean, yeah. um, that left those conferences, when you find out about it, those deals were done. Oh, yeah. But at least they gave the heads up, too. Right. They you gave the heads up, saying? but the deal yeah. was done. Oh, yeah. Not, not. I'm in limbo with a deal, and I'm going to let you Hoping know. Hoping I get it. Right. And then I'll let you know. And now, <laughs> now you're like, what? And then, of course, you don't have a deal done. Yeah. You yeah, know? because the Pac-12 has said we have not officially offered a deal to San Diego State or SMU. And we'll get to SMU in a minute. Right. We will. So they have not offered an extension out to either one of them schools. It's, it's crazy, man, because it's one thing to have a deal and you come to them versus you're not having one. So now in the back of their mind, it's like, oh, you're looking around. Yeah. You so know? what do you do if you're San Diego State? You, you got to, right now, I mean, you got to buy down. <laughs> I mean, it's either going to cost you 16 and a half. Right. Or if you wait to dip on Saturday, right. this upcoming Saturday, right. it's going to cost you another 17 and a half. Well, you got to be negotiating fast. And you got to hope that TV deal come through. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, that's something. But the Pac-12 ain't talking no money. Right. That's, that's What are they talking about? That's what the, you know, that would say that's, not, that's above our pay grade. That, yeah. Them dudes got to take, they got to handle that. Mm-hmm. They got to answer for that one. Oh, Yeah. Because then you go to SMU, right. which is crazy because everybody said, oh, yeah, SMU will go there. But nobody really been talking about it. It's like, man, SMU ain't making no moves. Like, you think you would hear something from right. SMU also. So I, I I looked into it. Their exit fee is $10 million, mm-hmm. right? They need to give a 27-month notice, right. which is two and, two and a quarter years notice, right. which, I mean, if they want them, they'll get them. Yeah. Shoot, the Americans say, look, man. We up to negotiate. I mean, if you want to negotiate, we right. good with that. They good. They take that money now. You can go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So then the SMU, SMU donor comes out and says, the pockets are there. Money's not an issue. Right. So that joker's saying, 10? That's it? That's it. That's all y'all yeah. want? <laughs> yeah. Man, look here. I got you on that. Don't even worry about that. Right. We just postponed <laughs> some of these coaches' raises. Yeah. And they just, I mean, <laughs> but that turns into it. That's that Texas oil money. Right. This is somebody at SMU in the Dallas-Fort Worth area trying to be competitive again. Because right. everybody remembers how SMU used to be right. before the death penalty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right now you got TCU is building all the hype and all the money and all the attention from that from that city, right. that location, because mm-hmm. they're also in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, too. Mm-hmm. You know? And in doing this, like I said, they'll fall about 1.6 million viewers short than if they had UCLA and USC. Right. So, and they extend their footprint, and now they're in two of the three biggest hotbed states in recruiting right. in Texas, Florida, California. Right. As we, I think we can all agree, is the three right. hotbeds for recruiting. Yeah. 
<laughs> so now you have it where a Pac-12 school can go into Texas, right, and recruit, right. You know, yeah. So I mean, what do you think about that with SMU? Who who is a better not ge- geographic fit, but who is a better fit as a whole for the Pac-12? SMU or San Diego State? Pac-12, SMU. SMU. I mean, cause it's, I mean, even for the schools like we talked about, the other schools, the travel. I mean, look how much you really got. You got to use in travel. I mean, oh yeah. And then you got to consider fan bases traveling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got you, you still have to re- somewhat consider recruiting because, um, you know, um, location still yeah. plays a part of some of these kids where they want to go to school. Oh yeah. You know, you go get San Diego State, and some of them may you may not get a lot of kids that want to go to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, and may want to play exactly. close to home. You yep. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I mean, and then you got you got a rivalry aspect also. Yeah. I mean to to stay in here, you know, in the Pac-12 versus going to the Big 12. Of course, you have no rivalries. Yeah. You know, in that conference. So. <laughs> yeah, and I I read an article that was like. Did the Big 12 make a mistake by not inviting SMU the same time they invite the other schools? And then when I read that, it, they made a really good point. They said, well, nobody expected the Pac-12 to lose USC and right. UCLA. Right. I mean, I think we can all say we were surprised by that. Right. Because we don't know what happened back closed <laughs> doors because there's no way it's like, okay, th- these are the cornerstone. It's a cornerstone. Yeah, of exactly. So, yeah. You know, you... Can't get last last days ago and say, "Hey, you can't um, get no more west than that." Right, and but then get so, so oh, they, they're not going anywhere. They yeah. they are Pac twelve. You uh, know what I'm saying? Exactly. The yeah. And all that. It was in the Pac eight. Right. <laughs> right. And you can't get so comfortable and say, "Nah, then we ain't worrying about them." The way you're not negotiating, or this at some point the USC and and you say they want to like talk. You yeah. Know what I'm saying or what they want to talk about, and and maybe. You didn't want to hear them at the time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I don't think they just wanted to up and leave. They no. probably, they probably, they probably came to the table and said, "Hey, what are we going to do about you know this new TV deal or what are we going? I mean, what's going on with it? Yeah. Blase, blase. Because we're only getting this amount of money versus you know they're seeing what the other conferences are getting. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite sure they probably went to the head guys and say, "What's going on? Or what oh, can yeah. we do? Yep. And then you don't have an answer. Yeah, and that's the bad part. You're right. like, you don't uh, have an answer. I don't know. Wrong answer. We got this bad TV deal, so we're hoping to get y'all a little bit right. more money. Hoping. I mean, what's going? Is, 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 is the train moving or what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And nothing happened because there's no way if if um, if I'm US, USC UCLA and I'm comfortable, you know, with what my guys are doing and what they're working on, that the big team just come in and, sw- and swoop us up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So there, yeah. there had to be some type of disconnect mm-hmm. between Oh yeah, they had to the bring leaders more. of the conference. They had to offer more. Yeah. They did. Something had to be there had to be some type of disconnect, dude. Oh, they yeah. don't up and leave. I'm like, why? Why would you wanna leave, you know, USC and playing games pretty much in sunny California or you know, Northern California and it gets when you're the head too. dogs. Yeah, to go all the way out here to travel. Yeah, exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And not, it may not be an issue with the fan base as far as travel, but why would I put more on my fan base to travel there? Mm-hmm. When I mean, I can just go, you know, a few hours here or there. Oh, yeah. You know no, and they were the big dogs. It right. wasn't like somebody plucked off, you know, Stanford and Washington State. Yeah, or Cal or somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Cal's pretty decent. Yeah. Though. 
But they took the two top dogs in the conference right. traditionally. Right. And like you said, why? Right. Like, there, there has to be something going on That's that it. these two schools traditionally, like you said, yeah. I would rather go up I-95 right. and go to Stanford or Cal right. or Oregon or Oregon State or Washington, yeah. you know, and and fly three hours, two hours there, then drive six hours, eight hours, ten hours across country and do three different time yeah, zones I mean, yeah. to play a regular season game that is irrelevant. You're talking about half of your schedule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On half your stuff is on the road. Right. At least four. And look at it. Look at look at the extra maybe stress that you put on the other the other um uh, other teams. You oh yeah, no, we're That's just sport. talking football. Yeah, we're we talking football. We're not even talking about track and field, baseball, softball. Right. You know what you I'm saying? You got basketball, yeah. Basketball, two, two basketball yeah, especially teams. basketball. Good right. lord. Right, and yeah, baseball. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of other sports that you gotta consider also that's gonna be traveling, you know, to these other states. Oh yeah. yeah. Like right here in twenty twenty four, USC is gonna go to Maryland, mm. which is Maryland. East Coast. Yeah, Maryland. Right. Oh, it gets better. They go to Northwestern, mm-hmm. they go to Penn State, they go to Purdue, and they got UCLA at home. UCLA has to go to Indiana, mm-hmm. Iowa, Michigan, and Rutgers. And Rutgers. They go in the Jersey. All the way on the corner. Yeah, they go in the Jersey. Yeah, from one coast to the next. One game. No, no, no. We play. Now check this out. You know when they're going to play that UCLA, UCLA Rutgers game? Because nobody gives a damn. Yeah, Noon. Yeah. So what time is that local? That's an eight o'clock in the morning game that the UCLA players got to get I'll, up. I for. would try to play it near the end because you know I'll, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it. That's the bad part. At the basketball season starts, that way we can fly the basketball team along with the football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way, they're gonna play Rutgers UCLA at noon Eastern, right? Which is eleven ten. That's a nine o'clock. Yeah, but that's West what I'm Coast saying. Time. You got to consider. So at what time? Because usually teams fly out Friday, but from UCLA to Rutgers, dude, from Miami to LA is like six hours. What if they, so even if you fly them out Friday, right? That's oof. That's what, hard because that, that game gonna be at noon. Yeah, they're not gonna play that game at seven thirty because don't nobody want to watch that, it. What they what they play that game at like. Uh, Detroit or Minnesota in the in the NFL stadium. Uh, regardless, it's Central Time. Yeah, but it it, it I don't have to fly. Coast I'm not to worried coast. about. I'm not we'll worried about where I'm going. I'm worried about the time zone. Yeah, time zone. But I'm saying we. I really mean. I gotta go to Indiana, Iowa, and somebody else. I still gotta go to the Central Time Zone three times. Right, you still That's two go. hours behind me. Yeah, and of course, at some point you play Nebraska. Yeah, which so, is still Central. Right. So noon there is ten o'clock. But over in the here, morning where I'm over from. here is it's East Coast over here. Yeah, East Coast is nine o'clock <laughs> in the morning where I'm from. So right. UCLA got to get ready to play a football game right. with a nine o'clock kickoff. Right. So with a got, mental clock, you got two East Coast teams. I mean, really, East Coast is the um, the Rutgers and the Maryland. Yeah. So and like, USC's going to uh, Maryland. Yeah. UCLA mm. going to Rutgers. That's what I'm saying. I mean. Why were they even available? I mean, why? How could you just come over and just say offer us, and then we even consider, you know, getting out? There of has it? to be something more. Yeah, some to type it. of disconnect, just because of that, right there. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? One, I wouldn't want the travel schedule. I wouldn't want the headache of the travel schedule because just like you said, it's not just football. We all talk about football because that's right. a bus driver. But like you said, basketball, baseball, right. softball, you know what I'm saying? Other sports that don't make no money. I they got to play at Maryland right, eventually. But even, even with the even with the, the the football thing, I mean, do you take the band? Hell no. No, on that trip. <laughs> I'm just saying. That cost me too much money. I'm just saying. Bro, I got one plane to fly all the way across I'm the East saying. Coast. To stay for three days. So do the band go every two years? You go. Hell no. Take they ain't going. They ain't never going to see what Maryland or Rutgers look like. I'm just saying. And I'm just, hell no. Me too. It don't have to be a yearly thing. Hell no. Every two years, twice. Mm-mm. I mean, if you're in the band. I, if you in the band, you ain't going to no game in Central or Eastern time But you got to eventually do Central. I mean, you only stay at home. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> you I think at some point. I mean, mm. you can take a pep band. No. Hell no. You take a small band. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know how many people you got to move around for no, a game man. like that? I'm trying to... Central time zone? We already feeling one plan. I can't afford one. I mean, but there two. There are bands only one plan, dude. Damn right. I need some momentum. It's a road game. I need momentum. You make your own momentum. There's some good teams over you there. You create your their own environment. Is, their band no, is playing hell dude, no. in my ear. You create your own I'm environment. Because like, I tell oh. you, now see, this is jacked up part. Because <laughs> yeah. like a Rutgers, they're like, oh, yeah, Rutgers, yeah, we'll go out to L.A. Because we only going to go there once a year. Right. Man, my ass got to go to Rutgers, Maryland, Iowa, and Michigan. No, the band's so staying. So do the, do the cheerleaders fly with you? Nah, I bring the cheerleaders. <laughs> no. I need no. some Ron Ron in the corner. You, you, nah. won't, you won't play the tuba player. Uh, no. But you're being the <laughs> But you got to look at staff size. I'm looking at staff size. You. I got you. I'm gonna bring my top twenty cheerleaders. I can big. I so can bring you a ladies small, better get your game up. I can bring a small pep band. It don't have to be the largest. I'm just taking a portion of the what twelve. Yeah, but see, the cheerleaders. No, you the, ain't gonna hear them. But the cheerleaders not gonna fly with the the team. No, they gonna ride on the other plane. Okay, so you can get a small pep band. And no, ride with I'm them. gonna have it's a seven forty. Not that. Many. I'm gonna have a seven forty seven, and I'm gonna have one of them little putter blades. They come out there. No, I want. I want whoever leading that. He gonna hop outside and spin the propeller to get that thing started. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, man. Nah, I'm telling you, I ain't letting them jokers with me. No, I'm saying if you have a, a you know a plane bowl game, a- I'll send you on the bowl game. Yeah. But anything, anything other than Mountain or Pacific time, I ain't sending them money. It costs too much. Yeah, but you're at disadvantage. I mean, think about a disadvantage. You know how much money it costs to put that plane in the air. There's some, but I mean, you're thinking about UCLA, USC. I mean, it's Michigan. You want to try to generate some type of momentum. You ain't. Um, Ohio State. It's a road game. You gotta suck it up. You create your own momentum. I got it, but I mean, how you? Nah. Do that whenever they're you know the band pumping them up the band. But it's the thing too. Most road games though, cheerleaders ain't on the road with them, right? You know what I'm saying. But a you, lot of road games, the cheerleaders ain't. Yeah, there. but you need something for your fans, man. Man, they shoot on the road. <laughs> yeah. How many fans you think I got in Ann Arbor, Michigan? No, you don't. But I mean, there'll be some that travel from or New Jersey, Rutgers. How many fans you think USC or UCLA got in Rutgers? I mean, you, you consider California known for you know their star power, so they, yeah, they can rent their they own. They ain't that plane. many. Yeah, yeah, damn right. They buy their own, <laughs> buy your own plane ticket. I ain't sending you. I was just saying. <laughs> You know you're gonna need you're gonna need some some type of support on the road, bro. Mm-mm. You know, so you mm. got to bring something. You can't you can't afford it? Yeah, you know, they you can't can afford, afford it. it. I mean, right? they get they get a nice 
They get a nice cut now. Well, no, I mean, they get a nice cut, but why you going to waste it on? I, mean, I don't mean waste, but why right. you going to spend it on that? Because, like right. I said, we only talking about football. But you got, you got to have two planes regardless. No. Your ass don't fit on the first one, you ain't rolling. But, because when you go on the road, you ain't bringing the non-scholarship players. So what you doing with the equipment? You driving? Damn right. Yeah, no, the the 18-wheeler take off. That thing take off Tuesday, Wednesday. To Rutgers? Damn right. <laughs> no, when I was at U of H, right. depending on where it was, no, that cat, but that's, that, that's that joke could take off about Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, but that's half of your schedule. You driving. And the 18-wheeler driver making a lot of good money. Yeah, you He get paid by the mile, homie. Man, he could be driving the cheerleaders in his band. Man, I don't know. <laughs> but no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I right. mean, if you in that situation, you, you can't. You you can't afford to bring nobody else. Right. You bringing one plane. That's yeah. it. You bringing the players because you're only going to bring scholarship players. You ain't right. going to bring walk right. ons. They don't travel. You know what I'm saying? You're going to bring scholarship players, coaches, and boosters. And mm. even in the boosters, you're going to start cutting ties on who you ride with the boosters. Right. Because of the, because of the travel. Yeah. Now I was on a seven fifty seven. Well, you kind of need those boosters right now. I was on like a seven fifty seven, seven sixty seven. I don't know from Miami, L.A. Right. Man, that joke was five seats deep a yeah. row, yeah. and it had like I don't know how many rows thirty five forty. So I mean, you fit two hundred people. That's fine. I'm just saying if you, you know what I'm saying? if I'm boosters, I'm the booster club. You cutting the boosters? You, we couldn't. No, no, no. The boosters gonna be there. Yeah, we gonna yeah, yeah because we 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 control the nil. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That's another discussion. Well, I'm just saying if yeah. you don't, you know, take us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I'm us. coming. We could, yeah, I'm you. coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. But yeah, like you you're not gonna bring the band, you're not gonna bring the cheerleaders, you're not unless it's a bowl game. Yeah. Because a bowl game you get a week there. For right. a bowl game you get a week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for a typical road game, you bringing the bare minimum and the ruckus. Yeah, I'd say the bell, First off, the pep man. You only need the bare minimum and ruckus. Right. <laughs> I don't even know how many how many they hold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean, you gonna need the bare minimum. That's all they gonna bring now, right? So, but then we got you know SEC Big Ten done dropped their twenty twenty four schedules. Right, they did some good games. I think I think they did a good job. <laughs> good games, yeah. SEC they got to get the nine games. Yeah, when they get the nine, they did. it'll be. I think they in. did pretty good. I mean, they're, they're just kind of um, kind of um, bringing the other two in. Right yeah. Now. And this is all new. I mean, we'll dig more into it next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we said, this year is like a gap year. And probably getting through because at the same time, uh, there's a lot of lot of other uh, future games that's been scheduled. Mm-hmm. So they may be trying to filter through that stuff first. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've been playing a lot of Power 5. A yeah. lot of schools are paying Power 5. There's going to be teams. some good games. Yeah. yeah. So probably just some to, really good games. to get through that. And then once they kind of get through that in future schedules. Yeah. And uh, they may not be playing this. And then they can go to 9 and probably not play a lot of you know out-of-conference games. Yeah. I think they might go to 9 and 25. I think this is more of a, oh, no, we got to make a decision real quick type mm-hmm. deal. And I, was, I think it was more convenient. That's why they went that route. Because like they said, they said every SEC school will either play Texas or Oklahoma. Right. And I think for the easy scheduling part, you're talking about 14 schools. Right. Right? Right. So what you're saying is you're going to play seven and you're going to play seven. Right. 
fam, that's easy scheduling. That's easy scheduling. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's why I think they stuck with the eight mm-hmm. for that reason. You know what I'm right. saying? And I think 24, 25, they'll do it that way. They'll do it the other way. That way you get the home in the way right. with Texas, Oklahoma, and right. everybody gets the newness out the way. Mm-hmm. But it makes for easy scheduling when you say, oh, you're going to play eight games, but you're going to play each one of these schools at least once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it made the scheduling easier for them, and they decided to go with that. So I think in 2026, 20, mm-hmm. they'll go with the nine games. The Big Ten came out with this new deal, these um, favorite locked-in schedules. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we was looking at it earlier. Penn State's the only one that doesn't have a lock-in game. Right. That will be played annually but beyond 2025. Mm-hmm. They've been in the conference since 1993. Right. I mean, they, they not picked up a rival? Haven't picked up a rival. <laughs> in 30 I, years? I would give them one, but that mean, <laughs> who do you give them? I mean, with... You know, a lot of them have multi. But, I mean, they, they should be able to get somebody. I mean, should be somebody you can link Penn State. That's with. what you would think. I mean, you figure you can't attach them to Michigan, even though, like, when you was looking, their record right. was close because Michigan's tied into Michigan State, Ohio right. State. Right. Ohio State's tied into Michigan. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be the big, big dog, you know, Michigan State's tied into Michigan. Right. So it's like... Everybody else pretty much has a tie-in. They're like, right. well, Penn State, you're good, you're bad, you're good, you're bad, but have you really built, I mean, a solidified year-in, year-out rival? I mean, when you look at Penn State's schedule, what do you look at is a big game. Yeah, that game that they have to circle outside of the big two. Yeah, and yeah. they ain't been able to beat the big two. No. <laughs> but, you know. They haven't. I don't know. They got to figure something out. Maybe something may come up in the next few years um, as they get better coaching Yeah, in the conference. Of course, you know, USC and UCLA going to put pressure on them. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you're gonna, those other schools, I mean, if you want to be relevant or possibly get moved out of this this conference. Nah, they ain't getting moved out. No not, move no, not them, but I'm saying some of the small schools. <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. You know. Because I'm looking at it right here, the protected opponents. It says protected opponents will be played annually beyond 2025. You got Illinois has Northwestern and Purdue. Mm-hmm. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. Northwestern, Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Northwestern is like in Chicago. Right. You got Rutgers, Maryland, mm-hmm. which I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Indiana, Purdue, the old bucket. They play for that every year. Mm-hmm. Michigan State, Michigan. You give Ohio State, Michigan. Mm-hmm. UCLA's is USC. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of that. Nope. USC, UCLA. Iowa has, um, or Minnesota has Iowa and Wisconsin. Mm. Maryland plays Rutgers. Mm-hmm. They gave Nebraska, Iowa, which would be a pretty good Midwest yeah, game. Yeah, Midwest, yep. Yeah. And then Purdue has Illinois, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Indiana, same state. Illinois, they've had some good games. And then you got um, Wisconsin gets Iowa and Minnesota, mm-hmm. division rival. They've had mm-hmm. that for a while. Mm-hmm. Iowa gets Minnesota, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Mm. Yeah. How do they get three? Their location, man. They're the one that gets three. And what is 
The Wisconsin, Iowa. Yeah, I would think even with Met- Wisconsin, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, Illinois gets Northwestern and Purdue. Yeah, but I, I don't get the Illinois and Purdue. Uh, I get the Illinois Northwestern because they're both in Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't get the Illinois Purdue game. I would think even with the Illinois and the Wisconsin, with them being so close. Yeah, you know Chicago and and uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, or like the Iowa Nebraska, I get. But what is the Iowa Minnesota or Iowa Wisconsin? Like we talked about, they got trophies for everything, dude. Well, I mean, they've always done that, but right. But those that may be the ties. <laughs> maybe so. I maybe guess I'd trophies. have to dig deeper. You would have to probably get Penn State, maybe Rutgers. Penn State and Rutgers. Yeah. Ain't they like 27 and 0 against them or something? Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, area. <laughs> who do you, you give them? So it sounds like they need to bring Pittsburgh and I West Virginia. Pitts, yeah, I think those need to be pulled over. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because to me, Maryland's kind of out of place. Yeah. You know? So. Yep. Well, all right. Well, we got one more hot topic I wanted to talk on before we before we dip out. And I was going to end it on this one, but there was one more that just caught my eye this year. All right. Pull that it up. really aggravated or kind of upset me <clears throat> here recently is the Les Miles situation. Right. It says Les Miles may no longer be eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame after they vacated 37 wins for him. From 2012 to 2015. Now, this is the part that aggravates me. (laughs) They didn't receive any allocations or notice of the allegations until March of 22 for a player that played there from 2012 to 2015. And for who don't know, what happened was... Is it says the violation is because of a recruitment violation stemming from impermissive benefits paid to the father of a former player, Vadilar Alexander, by a former booster, (laughs) which made him ineligible in the games he played, is why they vacated the 37 wins. There were benefits paid to the player's dad from a booster. What does that got to do with Les Miles? We're looking at it as this is your institution. It happened on your watch. Not saying I didn't know. Exactly. I don't know who, who these kids <laughs> get money or who yeah. these kids' daddies get money exactly. from. <laughs> and this is one thing that aggravates the hell out of me. And it's not just a vacating the wins or well, it is the vacating the wins because his overall record was 143 and 73 with a winning percentage of 665 which you need a winning percentage over 600 and at least 100 games to qualify for the hall of fame mm-hmm. well when they vacated them 37 wins now he's 108 and 73 which his winning percentage drops to 597 which is 0.003 from being eligible into the Hall of Fame. To me, it sounds like a witch hunt. To me, it upsets me that I get maybe the kid was ineligible, but it does not... The same thing with the USC thing. You're not going to tell me just because you take USC wins away Uh 
that my eyes don't tell me that was the best team in the country. Right. Or that was that was the team that did what they did in the country. And the one thing too is about this kid, this kid didn't make enough difference to make a damn. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't like the Reggie Bush thing where Reggie nah, Bush yeah. made plays. I mean, he he was solid. He was, he was solid, there. but let's go back and tell me where but, he changed the outcome right, of the game. And just the fact that that, you know, he was ineligible. But at the time he wasn't ineligible because they didn't know about it. No, and what is that on the how is that the coach's fault that the dad got money from a booster? Right. Especially with and the thing that really gets me nowadays is with this whole NIL thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now you're gonna be like, oh, and then you don't tell nobody until five years ago about something that happened ten years before that. Right. Man, come on, man. Yeah, it, I mean, it sucks come for on, him. man. It sucks for him, but, you know, I, like I said, I don't know all the rules and how far they can go back and pull games and make you ineligible, which it sucks. Yeah. It really sucks for last man because this dude was a real good football coach. He was a great football and coach. A championship coach. National championship right. coach. And, I mean, just to see it all pulled, pulled away, you – Thing you you hit him enough. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. He's no longer at Kansas, and we no. all know why. Right, and but, we won't elaborate on that. Know, but probably, we know it, it's it sucks how you know sometimes they just kind of you know kill these guys' careers after you know after incident. Okay, ain't nobody perfect. We get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying. It's not like uh, unless he knew about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That the, if they got evidence of him knowing about it, then that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? But if he didn't know about it and something's going on between a booster and the dad, it's like, dude, I can't police everything. No. You know what I'm saying? I can't All police All I can that. police is the player I have in front of me. Yeah. My job is to coach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't police everything the booster do. He don't have any control of the booster. He has no control of the dad and what they do on the side. Yeah. My thing is, if... If I if I know of or think that the kid's eligible, you play. If yeah. if I don't think you're eligible, you're not playing. Yeah. I'm just saying. And this is the thing too. Look at the state and the age that we're in now. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> it wasn't a law then. It was it a law was then. Saying. So I mean, it, it was what it was and, and it is what it is now, but Honestly to tell you the truth, dude, I think it's a damn witch hunt. Yeah, I think I, it, I think it was there ain't no reason for I it. I think it was a little excessive, but I mean if they're gonna that's the way to really get him if every game the kid played in. Yeah, and that's BS. <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? saying? Every game that it kid. Is. And not saying when, who knows when the payment was exchanged. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't exchanged his freshman year. I don't know. Now, this is my thing. Right. This is my outlook on it. Everybody hear me out on this. This cat's dad got paid from a booster. Right. Right? If I would have said this kid's name... Before it was tied into this, let's be real, everybody mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. How many of you would have known who this kid was? Probably five percent, three percent, maybe. I think SEC SEC followers will probably know. All right, eight percent, and then you know maybe yeah maybe some of, I don't know because they weren't taking as many visits this time. But so just recruiting recruiting heads would probably know. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Oh, no, it was after he was already there. Okay, so let's say something comes out, and I say I gave Reuben Foster's dad money. No, everybody know who he is. How many wins does that take away from Nick Saban? It depends when the money was exchanged. 
I mean, before I mean, he allegedly, signed, I gave I bought I bought him a lunch at the Chicken Shack if at it, KFC. If, it, if it's if it's impermissible it, benefits, yeah, yeah. But if it if it's in the process of of or, or him coming there, yeah, and, and then yeah, he was from, on his visit, and from, I took him to KFC from the time that he hit that field. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. It don't count. Don't count. But that, but what I'm trying to I'm, get that's at, that's according to the rules. But no, no, no and yeah, I'm with you. But right. what I'm trying to get at is, who's to say that ain't happening everywhere? It could. That's oh, the part that oh, aggravates it me. It's, it's, it's just, they're, just, they're just nitpicking a point here, a point there. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like if you dig, just like we talked about before, like the cat, the uh, Camardi. Right. I didn't come here to play for free. Right. They know. You know what I'm saying? Cardell Jones said, "I didn't come here to play school." Right. They, I mean, we we all know what happened. They know it. You happened. know what I'm saying? Anybody involved with any of these institutes know what happened. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and that's what I'm saying. So just to say that you bought the kid dinner or some stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then all of a sudden it turns into, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna put ourselves on three years probation. And the jacked up part is, I don't even think the beginning of it was built up from less miles. Right. It was built up because of the basketball coach, right? Because he got in trouble. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's where I think it came from. And mm-hmm. they say, oh, hell, we can't have the basketball team in trouble. So we're going to go ahead and tie this into the football team. Right. Because I'm pretty sure, and I'm not saying right, wrong, or indifferent, mm-hmm. but he's not. There's no way you're going to tell me on that team between 2012 and 2015, the athletes that came through there, that he was the only one that got money. Oh, no. No. <laughs> that's just the. <laughs> The one that was made public. I'm not, I'm not going to say that's the only one they knew about. Exactly. I think that's the one that was made public. And that's where it all circles back around. Right. I mean, pull up the roster from LSU if you want to from 2012 to 2015 mm-hmm. and see the star power and see the names on that team. And you mean to tell me that that cat was the only one that got paid? No. 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 That's the only one that was exposed. So. Exactly. And, and it's sucks. the same thing. Pull up the Georgia roster, the Alabama, yeah, the Florida, yeah. the Ohio State, yeah, the Clemson, USC. Pull up any of them rosters mm-hmm. and tell me before the NIL thing become legal that these kids wasn't getting paid. Yeah, it's all across the board. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all across the board. So now, But you're going to cost this coach a chance of being put in the Hall of Fame. For right. everything he's done over his career. Not only the chance of getting the Hall of Fame, you're probably not going to let him coach again to up yeah. that percentage. Exactly. You know, yeah. which just sucks. Yeah. And that's the part, too. Oh, like, no, we, I'll go to a smaller school and win. Yeah. Get out of there. I mean, it's like we talked about, like, Mike Leach. If right. Mike Leach would have won his bowl game, technically he'd have been eligible for the Hall of Fame. Right. So we'll see what the Hall of Fame does with that. I think they'll give him an exception. But it's just messed up because now you have this fall on Les Mills table right. on his lap for the reason he got booted out of Kansas mm-hmm. was for impermissible actions right. towards a student you know what I'm saying right. right, which was a grown woman and I'm not saying he what he did was jacked up right? but you know so now you got that on top but then they're like oh well the NCAA will look at it and see if you know mm-hmm. they'll, they'll deem him eligible they're not gonna put him in the Hall of Fame no no not the old heads no Oh, he's won't put him in there. No. And the crazy part is he could have left S- LSU to go to Michigan. Right. But he decided not to and stay at LSU. Yep. He could have. Mm. Yeah. So. Unfortunate, but. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I think Les Miles is a great coach. I think LSU screwed him because if you're going to fire somebody going 10-2 and two every year that loses mm-hmm. to Nick Saban, please show me a coach that has a winning record over 10 years against Nick Saban. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Urban Meyer, maybe. Maybe. That's about the only one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, that kind of upset me. And then I see this, and I'm like, damn, they're going to take his money away. They're going to take his his status away to get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you can't you can't disregard what this man did as man, a college football this dude, man, head coach. This dude ate grass. Yeah, you, you gotta let him in, let him in the exactly, Hall of Fame. and he wanted Oklahoma State before, right? And he was turning Kansas around. That mm-hmm. Jalen Daniels that everybody bragged about last year oh, yeah, he was his team. kid, right? He recruited that kid. Mm-hmm. He did. He just didn't have the time to work it out because he was messing with student people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think Which, all that plays a part in it. But yeah, it sucks. damn it, Les. <laughs> it sucks, but so. Well, all right, everybody. I think that's going to wrap up our new episode, season two, episode one of College Football Sunday. Taz, it seems like we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about this year. A lot of stuff, man. Get ready. (laughs) And can you imagine how it's going to be next year? Yeah, yeah. After um, all the switchovers and the the new college football playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And the video game. I'm I'm telling you, I'm waiting for it. I don't think you're the only one waiting, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all, I mean, we got a lot coming up this this upcoming season, and I can't wait. Like I said, at first I kind of looked at it like a gap year mm-hmm. because everybody's waiting for 24 when all the new teams move around, and then we get the 12-team playoff. And don't underestimate this season, y'all. This season's going to be just as great as all the oh, rest of them. it's going to be good. <laughs> It's the last of the four teams. It's going to be good. Yeah, man. And we got, well, we got some tickets to the – Watch oh. old Lane, the yeah. Lane train. Yeah, Lane out versus, in Auburn, forty yard line, front row. Right, can't wait for that. We got the Spencer Rattler show against North Carolina week so, one. We yeah. got, I mean, I'm telling you, got a lot of new quarterbacks. Man, a lot of new quarterbacks. A lot of great games. Right. A lot of great matchups. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of new coaches. There's new coaches. There's new mm-hmm. OCs. New faces DCs. and new places. Definitely, man. <laughs> so we're looking forward. Yeah, so this year is going to be a lot better than what a lot of people are thinking it might be. So, All right, everybody. Well, that's going to wrap it up. I'm Steve. T.S., you got anything for the people? That's it, man. Hey, look, stay tuned. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.